Hey, uh, thanks for listening to the Nick and Big J podcast. We appreciate it. And you know what? It's brought to you by The Advocates. If you've been in an accident, well, call The Advocates. 208-471-4444. Decided to sleep in? Missed your favorite morning show? Eh, don't worry. It's the Morning After Podcast with Nick and Big J. Presented by Treasure Valley Subaru, Idaho Center's premier pre-owned superstore. With their pre-owned personal shopper, your requests will be personally handled by their team of salespeople, sales managers, and vehicle buyers, meaning you got someone looking out for you the whole way. And with easy-peasy loan approval, they've got you taken care of in a way that doesn't require a social security number or trigger a credit inquiry. So go check them out, Treasure Valley Subaru at the Idaho Center. Now, for Nick and Big J. Take it away, boys. Here we are, everybody! Good morning. It's the morning after with Nick and Big J. Welcome to Wednesday, the 30th day of March, 2022. Hi, I'm Nick. There's Big J right over there. Here I am. Big J, help. I'm in, uh, I'm in question writing hell as we prepare for the X Double Dare that's kicking off next week. Oh, yeah. I am responsible for all the questions that are going to be asked, and it's, it's more difficult than it appears when you have to come up with six weeks worth of questions for... A particular category. That's the hardest part, I'll be honest. Is coming up with creative and different categories that last all day. Because I need nine questions for each category. That, you know, at the end of the day, I want listeners to win money. You know what I mean? And so, you know, also making it a little bit of a challenge. As well as coming up with creative and fun categories. And then finding questions that logjam into those categories. No, uh, it's trying. I will say this as well. You decided not to delegate any of this responsibility. No, no, because I'm thinking about... I mean, there are uh, several of us others on the staff that could help you. Yeah, but the part of it is that I want to... <laughs> I want to make sure that it's kind of all uniform. And then also, I might lean on you for Pop Culture Smackdown coming up because I might be questioned out. And so I'll I give don't... you questions to give me. No, I don't. I know that's not what I mean. Oh, but that would be best. I, I really appreciate on. that. I do. Thank you very much. But no, I I delegate some things, but other things I just want to make sure are firing on all cylinders. Here's the problem, though, too, is when it comes to those. Like, I mean, we've been doing pop culture SmackDown for 15 years. Yeah. There's no more questions. Well, there's plenty. Yeah, I know, I know, but there aren't any that people care about. And it's just, at some point, you come to the end of the road. It has helped me when I am, like, running on empty, and I'm like, I'm pretty sure I've asked that question before. Sometimes I'll put a different spin on it. Or what has helped me, believe it or not, has, like, been categories. Like, when I find out it's somebody's birthday, and then I lean on that right. person for trivia, that helps. Uh, and it, it, because it used to be a little bit more random, but when you're coming up with questions from scratch, which is what I like to do, I need sometimes motivation to point me in that particular direction, which is why I'll, I'll sometimes say, hey, today, today is, you know, I don't know, Ian Searing's well, birthday. Let's do a bunch of uh, Beverly Hills 90210. So guess what? Uh, I look at the birthdays ahead of time. Is that? And it has not worked no, out. It has not. It has not tipped things in your direction, at least thus far. I mean, I've tried. I Obviously, I can't Google stuff during the pop culture. I don't have anybody to ask. But it's, uh, yeah, I get you. Today on the show, though, we will have some trivia in the world of pop culture. That much is a promise. On top of that, we also have a chance for you to go to Shinedown a couple times over this weekend. Uh, That show is Saturday night at uh, Extra Mile Arena, along with Pretty Reckless and Diamante. And, of course, Big J has a movie review for you. 
Plus, we play music on this very show. Let's start things off with the Beastie Boys here on the X Rocks. In the news today. On the morning after with Nick and Big J. Eventually, Big J, we are going to have to admit that we are trendsetters. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That we have our fingers on the pulse of what is bothering people here in the Treasure Valley, which is why maybe people listen. Because it was just, what, four days ago that you and I went on a diatribe about how robocalls are out of control. Agree or disagree? Yeah. No, this week, since we you talked about that last week, I've gotten three or four at least every morning yeah. during the show. Yeah, me too. It never stops. It's it's It it's never stops. And that was why we brought it up last week, because it feels like it's out of control. Well, guess what happened yesterday, Big J? The state in which we live in, Idaho, has partnered up with 21 other states and the FCC to crack down on robocalls that are happening across the country. It's getting out of control. How do they do that, though? Uh, Idaho Attorney General Lawrence Wasden basically said that there's an investigation that we're teaming up with 21 other states and the FCC to figure out how this is happening with the everybody on the do not call list and how robocalls are still putting together. So basically what they're going to do is they're going to team up with the FCC's Enforcement Bureau and they'll share our information, collaborate more effectively, be able to do a group investigation to try to take down these robocalls. Mr. Gorbachev, take down these robocalls. Yeah. So the FCC and other states will obtain records, interview witnesses, and targets, and look into consumer complaints about all this stuff, and then try to take down our common enemy, those idiots that keep calling us eight times a day for car warranties and health care and God knows what else. So, once again, Big J, ahead of the curve, pal. And quite frankly, it feels pretty good to be on the right side of this one, and the right side of history, if we're being honest. Exactly. So... Did I do enough to pat ourselves in the back there? Yeah, I think so. All right, beautiful. NFL owners yesterday approved a change to the overtime rules, Big J. It will apply only during the playoffs, and it guarantees that each team gets at least one possession of the ball. That reacts to concerns that the coin toss beginning in overtime was having too much of an impact, which it wasn't, but people like to believe that it was. For the upcoming season, if the team possesses the ball first and overtime scores a touchdown on that series, the opponent will still get a possession, and that possession will extend beyond the initial 15-minute overtime period if needed. So basically, everybody gets to touch the ball. So what's going to happen is, if you win in overtime now, you will want to kick off the coin toss. You no longer want to be the team yeah. that possesses the ball first. You want to be the team that possesses the ball second so that you know what you have to react to. And then if that team ties the game, by the way, uh, and like you're still tied after each team has, has one possession in overtime, then the uh, then it's sudden death. And the only thing that can end it, by the way, is if the team that kicks off scores the safety for whatever reason. Jeez. And then the game is over. But that's it's not going to happen. Or it'll be very rare if it does. But they are changing the overtime rules again. And again, it's only in the playoffs for the NFL. Big J, uh, HBO Max has decided they are not done with Pennywise the Clown. They are developing a prequel to the movie It and It Part 2, according to Variety. The series will be called Welcome to Dairy, Big J. And it will focus on the 1960s in uh, Dairy, Maine, and events leading up to the Part 1 of It. The show will also include the origin story of Pennywise the Clown. Well, that could be pretty cool. Well, I mean, eh, it depends. Come on. Well, I mean, here's my point. You saw It Part 2, right? Yeah. What was Pennywise the Clown? A creep? No. Don't, don't you remember? <laughs> I mean, it was the climax of the movie. 
Nah, I don't you remember. You don't remember. It was a big, gigantic spider alien, right? So, oh, yeah, that's right. Are they going back to the home planet, or what are, what are you talking about? Because Pennywise, essentially, it's a shape-shifting alien that has been doing this forever, and we kind of discovered the origin story. There is no Pennywise the clown. He knew that we that clowns creep out little kids, and that's why he was a clown. What are we talking about? You're right, that does, uh, oops. <laughs> and so, are we talking about going back to the home planet, or what? I don't know. I don't Maybe know. Maybe when he landed. Uh, I I really really enjoyed it part one. It yeah. part two not so much. It uh, it was really good. Yes, really good. Yes, and so I, I wonder what exactly they're going to do because again, don't forget that it part one in itself is a prequel. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. We hear we see the, them as kids and we see them as adults in part two, and so we're going back further in time now. And get ready because it's coming to HBO Max, or at least if everything goes well, it will be. <laughs> That is song two here on the morning after with Nick and Big J. We like to use this platform for good, you know? We have a, a we're lucky enough to have a very popular radio show. And uh, we like to sometimes build up other people on that. And other times we like to use it for things that we need. For instance, Big J, uh, I am going to once again lean on the Treasure Valley for medical advice because, quite frankly, I have a surgery that I'm paying off and I want to avoid a trip to the urgent care. You understand? Oh, no. Something happened yesterday oh, no. that's, that's never happened before, and so I need some home remedies. Uh, it's weird because uh, plenty of times your ears will pop. You understand, right? Yeah. That's happened before. Yesterday at like 2 o'clock in the afternoon maybe, uh, my right ear popped, and it has been out of commission ever since. Uh, I've never had that happen before for that long of a time, Like I, for also for no reason. Like, my ear popped, and then, like, it just has stayed gone. Like, I could barely hear out of my right ear like right now. Like, you got water in there. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And I don't, and I, I've, like, cleaned it out, and, like, I, I did the whole thing where I tried to pop it. I did a bunch of chewing. I, oh, no. I looked up other ways that I could do it, and nothing has happened. Like, I thought I was going to blow up my own ring trying to pop my ear yesterday. It was, it's bad news bears. And so, I know people that had to go to urgent care to get it unpopped basically but i'm trying to avoid that at all costs but i've looked up and tried some tricks and tips yesterday and none of them worked and it like affected my sleep and it affects like you know your balance sometimes your equal yeah. you know and your equilibrium so it's i feel a little bit off today and i don't want to have to go in so if there's any top secret ways anybody knows how to pop a ear that's been difficult to pop boy howdy i'd love to hear it uh, because I was having, we, we had a Zoom yesterday, and I was having real issues during it. Yeah, you didn't and, say anything. Uh, well, that's not true. And I was I was just like, well, what the heck's going on? And then I tried to, and I spent like the next three hours doing like Google searches and no, going mean, down weird wormholes. I mean, you didn't say anything about your uh, problem. I thought it was temporary. And I was like, you know what? It's just a thing. I'll knock it out right after this thing because I was up against it with the call. And, uh, and then once we wrapped up, I was like, okay, this isn't... And then the rest of the night, I was like, it's just not it's not popping. It's the worst feeling ever. It's I weird. hate it. I don't even like to shower because of it. Pardon me? I'm just kidding. That's usually what happens. I get water in my ears and, you That's know. what I thought, too. And, like, so I did, like, the whole, like, uh, you know, removal thing because I have that at the house, too. And none of it. I mean, it, it's, it, it's pretty much coming out clean, and I can't figure it out. And so uh, I am ready and willing for any kind of advice somebody has given me, as long as it's not gross and disgusting. And I feel like I can do it without hurting myself. Immediately, a couple people threw out this on the uh, TDS Fiber text line. Fire away. And that's ear candles. 
Uh, see, that's I. That's I, scary I stuff. I cannot do that, I, guys. I appreciate it. I can't do that. The, man. the, the one uh, suggested watch a video on how to do it. And I'm like, listen, even what they just wrote, your candles and a paper plate and a mirror. That's already complicated. I did watch. I did watch a thing about your candles, and I, the the first thing I did when I when I saw the video was like, nope, I can't. I can't do it. I can't. Because when I was a kid, my mom used to put ear in my or oil in my ear. What? What kind of oil? Yeah, I, I don't. I don't remember. Motor just, oil. No, okay. no. I mean, I'm thinking olive oil or something, but... <laughs> uh, for what? Was it the way to clean out your ears, yeah, you thought? Yeah, I would get that all the time. Okay, but it worked? I don't remember. <laughs> I was a kid. Well, you remember the experience. I thought maybe you'd remember the success-fail rate. Yeah, I'm 50-50 right now remembering that it happened. I, I'm guessing that if it happened on multiple occasions, it probably worked, right? But you don't know what she did nor why she did it. Right. Uh, so the... <laughs> That instantly becomes no help. But I appreciate the ear candles thing. I, but, you know, again, I I, I I don't think I can do that. I watched the video on it, and I'm like, no. Uh, first of all, I watch a video, and I'm like, there's no way that works. But it, maybe it does, but it just seems too out there and too much of a possibility of me uh, really screwing Our friend that up. Wayne here says hydrogen peroxide in the ear. And I don't know if he's trying to kill us or help. I mean, you want to talk about 50-50. That's it right there. Morning After with Nick and Big J. Any help is appreciated. We'll get a, uh, as long as you're not trying to kill kill me, we will get a Big J movie review. That is happening next on the (laughs) X-Rock. Yesterday around this time, the ladies and gentlemen of the Treasure Valley selected a movie to watch and review for Big J. That movie was called The Proto-J. And it was on Amazon Prime. Big J, who is in it? What's it about? And is it any good? Yeah, first of all, I, it's a movie that I had, uh, you know, been wanting to get around to. Uh, but, you know, you know how I am. I, I need to push every now and then. So that's why I appreciate uh, the the way we've been doing uh, the uh, streaming dumbass here lately and having everybody vote is, is good because I'm not sure I would. I, I mean, I think this is the one I would have picked, but who knows? Either way, the protege, it's got an all-star cast, man. We're talking uh, Maggie Q. You've got Samuel L. Jackson in here, and then you've got Michael Keaton. It's hard to ask for much more. Robert Patrick makes an appearance in this movie, and uh, you know it, it's 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 kind of you know the, the description. It's a revenge situation type of, of movie, right? Yeah, a mentor is murdered, and somebody yeah. has to go. And so it. it's you know your, your first thing comes to mind is fast paced action kind of thriller like you would get with John Wick or maybe even Kate if you watch Kate uh, and that sort of thing because it seems like it's in the in the same line of that, but it's not as fast paced as that. There's not you know broke neck action going. Going on here, uh, the the character development is a little bit more robust, and so you've got a, a little—I don't want to call it slower, but it, it it does seem well. It is slower compared to a John Wick kind of movie, but uh, there's a lot of work that goes into developing uh, Maggie Q's character, and uh, you know she is uh, clearly an assassin of some type, and and who she works for is kind of a mystery, etc. And who uh, Michael Keaton ends up—you know—he's the bad guy in this; he's an antagonist, so uh, you see that right away, and uh, he is brilliant i mean he's just a gift that guy i mean i'll watch anything with him in it i i need to watch more movies i want to watch dope sick now because i just feel like i need to enjoy michael keaton more. yeah plus apparently he's great in it yeah so uh basically uh, yeah you have the situation where samuel jackson he's the the mentor here okay. for uh Maggie q and it um it's just uh it's an interesting story of her trying to uh figure out what why he uh he he well, I'll just leave it at that. Anyways, so there's some mysterious stuff going on here at the same time. You've got some brilliant action sequences. So when they do happen, they're pretty damn good. Uh, and it's a, it's a good overall story uh, with, with a pretty decent open-ended 
ending that I, I just, it was a perfect movie for me. I enjoyed it. Oh, oh you mean they set up the sequel? Yeah, yeah, I don't think it's going to get a sequel. I don't think it made enough money. And, uh, you know, there's Michael Keaton's got a lot on his plate. Uh, and uh, we'll see. Maggie Q is brilliant in this. She, she should be in more movies. I agree. She's fantastic in everything that she does. Uh, it sounds like it's Big J approved. Yeah, home run. Whoa! Yeah, home freaking run. Do you want to, like, get into, like, echelon territory with this? Is this, like, in the upper echelon of movies you've seen on Streaming Dumbass? Or is it just, like, it just hit the, the uh, spot? No, I don't know about that. I mean, I, I guess you'd have to, I'd have to, well, we'd have to keep records of those sort of things and have a, a list that would go into the action uh, thriller and then sub genre. I always, I, to me, the gold revenge. tier for this is the guest. That is a movie that you didn't know was going to be any good, and you absolutely fell in love yes, with and rewatched. Yes, yes. So, would you put it up with that? No, okay. no, not okay. quite. I, I don't see myself rewatching this movie fifteen times. Gotcha. And buying the soundtrack on vinyl, etc. <laughs> but it is a good watch if you are looking for something to do that is action slash mystery, or is it uh... thriller? Yeah. Okay. I mean, are you along Intrigued. for the ride, or do you already know and you're just watching the main character figure it out? Uh, well, I think you probably would have figured stuff out. There was a couple twists and turns in there. Um, but uh, if you're kind of uh, blasé and dumb like I am uh, and don't really want to think about things too much as you're watching a movie, then, yeah, you'd probably enjoy it. The Protégé is streaming on Amazon Prime, and it is officially Big J approved. Quote, home run. Put it on the video box. We got ourselves some important stuff on the way. Plus, we're going to go to hell. Hold tight. It's the X-Rocks. What if we did everything the old-fashioned way? So what do you... <laughs> with Nick and Big J. Well, it's kind of tax season, Big J, and the Federal Trade Commission, the FTC, is now officially suing one of the biggest tax companies in the country. Into it, Big J. You've heard of it? Yeah. TurboTax. Uh, The FTC is suing TurboTax and Intuit, charging that its ads for free tax filing is misleading. The FTC said yesterday that millions of consumers are ineligible to use the actual free tax prep software option for varying reasons. A number it said accounted to about two-thirds of all tax filers in 2020. That's insane how many people are using TurboTax, bro. TurboTax! Samuel Levine, the director of the Bureau of Consumer Protection, said that basically TurboTax runs ads saying it provides free tax filing services and then charges those millions of people who are ineligible when it's time for them to file, saying it's essentially a bait and switch. Like, you're too far into the tax process thinking it's free, and you're just going to go, well, son of a bitch, I guess I'll just pay the 60 bucks or whatever it is. The FTC has asked a federal judge to order TurboTax and Intuit to stop what it said were Intuit's deceptive ads during the Russian tax season. Intuit says, you go to hell, government. And they're going to fight the suit. Who wins, Big J? Probably the government. Yeah, they're going to get their money either yep. way. The winners overall. But we'll see what ends up happening. So if you have been either pleased or displeased with the service you've gotten from a TurboTax filing, and from the numbers of it, it sounds like a lot of you have filed that way. Maybe you're familiar with this particular, what the FTTC is anyway, calling a bait and switch. So be warned, or at least know what you're getting into. Overtime is changing in the NFL come playoff time. The owners approved it yesterday. Basically, uh, every team that's in the playoffs that goes to overtime will guarantee a team gets possession at least once in overtime. That's reacting to the concerns of the coin toss being a little bit too much of an impact in the who wins games, especially in the postseason. So, the regular overtime rules stay in effect during the regular season. And so when we go into the playoffs, it turns into this each team must have at least one possession 
and it doesn't matter how long the game goes as long as each team has one singular possession. And then if that ends in a tie, like, you know, we're still tied after each team has one possession, then we go into sudden death. And winner take all. Next score wins kind of thing. John Harbaugh's not going anywhere. Baltimore Ravens head coach signed a three-year contract extension yesterday through 2025. Harbaugh is heading into his 15th year leading the Ravens and has had only two losing seasons with them, including last season when they were 8-9. But he did lead them to a Super Bowl championship in 2012, so he's not going to go anywhere, at least for now. And so congratulations to him and to the Ravens, I suppose. (laughs) We'll see what happens coming out. I mean, they had a ton of injuries last year, so they have to be better, I think, just by getting all those people back that were hurt. Uh, I did not watch it, so I'm going to need your review. How was the new trailer to Top Gun Maverick, Big J? I know you had to partake. Uh, yeah, I mean, it looks great. Uh, did you, was there new footage in there that you're not familiar with? Uh, there was a couple scenes, yeah, uh, from that, uh, you still, we still don't know the overall antagonist of the movie, and it seems like, you know, there's issues there with, uh, Tom Cruise's character Maverick and Goose's son, played by Miles Teller. Right. Uh, and that's pretty much what we know of it. But is it, everything it, else looks amazing, dude. Is Maverick an instructor now at the school? Is that the deal? Uh, yeah, it seems like he's reluctantly coming back or he's, I don't know. It's hard to see exactly what the story is going to be. And I'm happy with that. I'd rather have, you know, an old fashioned, like, I don't want to see any more. I went back actually and watched the very first trailer that came out two years ago. Yeah. Because it's been that long. Yeah. I mean, this movie's been in the can a really long time. Uh, and I was still geeked up. So I'll be excited when you get the movie comes out. Tell you that. Yeah, I have, I have decided I'm staying away from trailers more and more these days, uh, unless I can avoid it just because I feel like it it does especially because there's so many of them now it it can't help but kind of ruin a little bit of it yeah and if it's a movie i'm looking forward to i'm staying away from one trailer and i'm good yep that's exactly it i'm giving myself the teaser trailer kind of treatment which is i'll watch the first one and then i'm staying away from all the other ones uh if i can help it i mean if i'm stuck at a movie theater watching a trailer there's not much i can do what am i gonna close my eyes and plug my ears listen i'm a weirdo yeah okay i agree and and so i will on occasionally I'll go back and watch trailers for movies that have been out for years because I love them so much. Like what? Like the the last movie you did that with? uh, The first Jack Reacher movie, the first trailer came out. I love that trailer. What made you do that? Uh, I don't know. It was a combination of the music and just the way. I mean, I I don't know. What made you think I need to go back and watch the Jack trailer? I I don't remember. Trailer. And then, uh, then, you know, the first um, Han Solo trailer to me was really, really cool. It gets me things that get me really excited. I just like to kind of review that every now and then. Just a two minute trip to nostalgia yeah. and then get all excited, but then 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 not watch the movie that you could easily watch. Well, let's see. I haven't I haven't watched Solo again, so maybe I should do that. But I've watched Jack Reacher many times. Morning after with Nick and Big J coming up in a few minutes. We are going to go to hell. You're invited to join us. X rocks. I'm not here to kink shame anybody, Big J. What you're into is what you're into. Whatever, you know, gets the flag up the pole, I'm fine with as long as it's between two consenting adults and everybody's in the same uh, understanding and nobody gets hurt. You understand? Right. But that being said, if you are into some weird bleep and you like to do weird bleep, a friendly reminder that you pay for whatever weird bleep you're into. Because when you try to take those things from an establishment that sells weird bleep, 
you end up becoming famous for taking weird bleep. You understand what I'm telling you? Yeah, then yeah, then it's revealed to everybody. Exactly. What you're into, and that probably isn't going to make anybody in any comfortable. Let me introduce you, Big J, to a 30-year-old man uh, that got himself into trouble. His name is Joshua Millsap, and this happened in a little store in Elrira, Ohio which is about 30 miles west of Cleveland. It's kind of one of those adult stores off the freeway. You understand what I'm telling you? Oh, yeah. We saw many of those on our road trips across the country. It's so bizarre, In man. the middle of nowhere, there's just like a gigantic, huge adult store that has God knows what's happening inside there. But that's what was happening. And Josh went in there and decided that he wanted to engage in some sexual toy activities, but he also then decided that he didn't want to pay for it. And unfortunately for Josh, there are security systems all over this adult store. So they were pretty, you know, hip to his plan early on and saw him stuff a bunch of toys in his pocket, then leave the facility. Not Police cool, man. were already out there waiting for him and uh, were able to pull him over like a mile away once he drove off. And sure enough, found about $400 worth of sex toys Damn. on his person. Most of them are things you put places and uh we'll call them rings like sonic you understand right uh but the the bell of the ball what he took is something i have never heard of and the extricator i don't want to look it up because i'm scared as to what it does you want me to look it up for you sure i don't mind Uh, yeah i know uh it's called a urethral sound trainer and it's about 242 dollars and i i i know where your urethra is but I don't know what a urethra sound trainer does, and it frightens me because I don't think things belong in your urethra, and it feels like that's where this goes. Ugh. And your reaction is not helping me. Yep, uh, it wh- goes there. Oh no! But is it like a wand? Yep. There's several. What is it supposed to train your urethra to do? I, I don't know. I don't know. And I don't want to know because from what I understand <laughs> as a kid that there was a certain kind of like torture that would be put onto a human being. And this seems like it would be a part of that. Yeah. I mean, I really honestly, uh, again, and this could be my, my, uh, I have a feeling that probably what this was to start out with was like a medical device used for medical purposes okay. and then turned into like some sort of weird sexual device. But, like, I didn't know they sold things that would go there, and why? Uh, I don't know. I don't find any here. I don't see any that are that expensive, but oh, boy. It frightens me. I don't like it. I don't know what it's supposed to train your urethra to do. I don't know what sounds have to do with it. I don't know why it's so expensive. It sounds like it's incredibly painful. But, hey, man, pay for your urethra sound trainer, so I don't know what that is, bro. Yeah. I don't want to know what I these things are. I don't want to know. I'm a prude. I don't want to know. <laughs> I don't. I don't. I mean, we've had plenty of stories where people put things there that shouldn't be there. But I thought that was like, you know, foreign objects. I didn't know that there was like sanctioned and things that you could buy that are quote unquote supposed to go there. Oh, man. They got silicone versions, too. Rub a little soft. Wait, what's the normal one made out of? I don't know. Somebody's made out of glass, oh bro. Oh, God. I don't like it. I don't like it. Listen, whatever you're into, you're into. But I didn't know that was a thing or... Urethral sounds. Uh, vibrating urethral... I don't want to say these words. Well, you can't but say the one of them... Uh, never mind. Yeah. Look it up yourselves, people. Nope. Hard pass. Pay for your sex toys. Morning After with Nick and Big J. There's your We're Going to Hell story. It is the X-Rocks. Right.
To say that we have been, like, collectively and individually stressed over the last two years would probably be an understatement, Big J. To the max. But we can measure stress, kids. And the least has been released. We have figured out the most stressful United States to live in in the United States. The rankings are in. They've been broken up into four different categories. Stress about work, stress about money, stress about family, and stress about health and safety. And according to findings, Louisiana is the most stressed out place to live in the entire country. Damn, man. Well, you know, New Orleans. Yeah, could be stressful. Weather-related stuff happening yeah. down there all the time. Nevada comes in at number two. It was number one in the family-related stress category. New Mexico, three. West Virginia, four. Number one in the health and safety-related stress category. And Mississippi was number five. They were number one in the money-related stress categories. Now we go into the least stressed state, Big J. Utah coming in number one, man. Crazy. Uh, yeah. There is little to no worries in the state of Utah. Minnesota, 49th. South Dakota, 48th. Wisconsin, 47th. New Hampshire, 46th. There's your bottom five. Idaho smack dab in the middle coming in at number 27 overall for stress-related things, which I guess is going to make you feel very good. Now, here's where we're high. We actually come down pretty low in a lot of the categories, but where we rank really high, we're in the top 10, number seven in work-related stress in the country. So we're stressed out about our jobs, and according to the research, it's more about how much our jobs are paying us. We are one oh. of the lowest-paying states in the country, and so we're freaking out. It's not We're not exactly high on money-related stress, which is weird, but we're not happy with how much our jobs are paying us, is what it boils down to in our worry department here in Idaho. Yeah, we'd probably be, uh, be a little bit happier if we paid less to the state of Idaho. Oh, you're saying get rid of state taxes? Not necessarily state taxes, but I mean, they take a lot. I pay more in state taxes than I do federal taxes when it gets down to the bottom line. That's who I end up paying more to every year. And it, we have this huge surplus of money, like in the hundreds and hundreds of millions of dollars that are just sitting there. But our government. Well, I don't care. They're taking my money. Yeah, yeah, they have for years. Uh, that may be a you issue. I don't think I've ever paid more to state than I have to federal. I played yeah, federal I penny, but I don't know what you're claiming or what you're doing. But uh, we can sit down with your tax guy and talk about it. If you no, want. He, he's well aware of it. I we know. have the same tax guy. <laughs> I know, that's why I'm offering my services. But uh, I will say this. You're right. We've got we've got a real issue with how much is getting taken out. And then we're bragging about how much of our money we're keeping and not doing anything with, which I think is a weird flex. But... Uh, at least we're happy in the other areas around here in the state of Idaho. We were 42nd in money problems. We were 48th in family stress. And we were also fairly low on the other side of things that they were covering too. So it feels pretty good to at least be middle of the pack and not super uber stressed. But there, listen, you give yourself 15 minutes and some quiet time, you'll find something to stress about, I promise. It's just the way things are going. So feel better. At least you don't live in Louisiana, right, Big J? Yeah. Could be worse. Morning after with Nick and Big J coming up in a few short minutes. We got ourselves some important stuff. Please hold tight for that. To market. <laughs> important stuff. On the morning after with Nick and Big J. Anybody in your personal life, Big J, scared of flying, getting in an airplane? No, I don't think that. I don't think yeah, that's an issue. No. 
Uh, if you have somebody in your life, you know that traveling can be difficult if this is the case. I don't think I've ever told you this, but this is a true story. Had a friend that terrified of flying, Big J. Like, I mean, just, just refused openly to go on a plane anywhere. And so if we decided that we needed to go somewhere with them, big guy, we had to knock him out to get on an airplane. And uh, that's the only way we would get him on an airplane. And we was found ourselves... B.A. Yeah, his name was B.A. Baracus, you know? Anyway, if you have somebody in your life that is terrified of flying or scared of it, we finally have information from pilots as to when the best time is to fly because one of the things that's going to scare that person is turbulence, you know? It's not it's not a fun thing to be on a plane, whether you're scared of flying or not, and you encounter a lot of turbulence. That can be quite the fearing of or quite the scary flight. And so uh, if you are scared of turbulence or you don't like it, then the pilots recommend flying in the morning. Book those morning flights to avoid turbulence because it's more likely to storm in the afternoon. Storms are usually what causes turbulence, but also heat from the ground can cause turbulence. And so as the day starts to heat up, turbulence is more likely later on in the afternoon. And then it kind of lessens a little bit uh, in the evening as far as temperature is concerned. But that's when storms can happen, too. So morning flights are the way to go if you're scared of flying in turbulence. All right. Uh, turbulence not responsible for most pain, plane trouble, however, but nervous flyers dislike the sensation. So just a little bit of a tips and advice from pilots across the country as to when you should book it if you're not a big fan of having the plane get all shaky. The uh, Cleveland Browns could have a real situation, of course. They spent a lot of money, a lot of draft picks, a lot of capital to trade for Deshaun Watson, but Roger Goodell is going out of his way to tell people that there's a real possibility that he may not play this season. Uh, he could still face discipline under the league's personal conduct policy as a result of the 22 pending civil suits by female massage therapists accusing him of sexual assault and sexual harassment. While there has been no decision made to charge him with any particular, you know, crimes, these civil cases are still very much going forward, and you do not need to be charged with a crime to violate the... Uh, NFL's personal conduct policy. Ben Roethlisberger has been suspended for this. Tom Brady has been suspended for this. All of them not convicted of any crimes, but because a, you know, bad light was shown on the NFL on the shield, they have suspended them for multiple games. And Roger Goodell says it's a real possibility that Deshaun Watson could be doing that from the NFL. And still no word as to what that could be or what even the, the parameters are of that. But It'll be interesting to see what the Browns do because Baker Mayfield wants out. I don't think he's suiting up for the Browns again. He's got to figure out somewhere no else way. he's going. So, and Why they've already signed Jacoby Brissett as a backup. So I'm just saying Jacoby Brissett could be your Browns quarterback for a while, or at least a little bit this season. We'll see. NFL changed the overtime rules again, this time for the playoffs. It is now official. You will get a possession for each team in the playoffs if you happen to go to overtime. We have a bird attacking our window, Big James. Freaking me out. Uh, for the upcoming season, ah! get out of here now. The team possessing the ball first in overtime will get the ball, and then the other team will get it no matter what, even if it takes longer than the 15 minutes allotted for overtime for that possession to be over. And then if they're tied after that, then it'll be sudden death. So the only way the game ends if the first possession is if that team that gets the ball on the kickoff in overtime it has a safety. Then the other team will win by two points, but I don't ever see that happening. I don't want to call ourselves, uh, you know, somebody that knows what's happening in the future, but 
We did kind of say this might happen on Monday, and the Foo Fighters uh, kind of broke their silence after the passing of Taylor Hawkins, and they announced via their socials that they are canceling all the tour dates for 2022. They had a bunch of tour dates lined up. In fact, they were headlining most of the rock festivals here in the United States of America in the upcoming summer months, you know, out at uh, the Sonic Temple. They were on the Aftershock Bill. They were on the Louder Than Life Bill. They were on Welcome to Rockville. All of those dates have been scrapped. Those festivals are looking for a replacement as a headliner to close out the festival. But the... The statement that they put out read, it's with great sadness that Foo Fighters confirmed the cancellation of all upcoming tour dates in light of the staggering loss of our brother Taylor Hawkins. We're sorry and share in the disappointment that we won't be seeing one another as planned. Instead, let's take this time to grieve, to heal, to pull our loved ones close, and to appreciate all the music and memories we've made together. Uh, that, to me, reads like... You know, it's not like, see you soon. It's not like, we'll, we'll get together and we'll, we'll talk about that. I mean, I really do think that this might be the end of the Foo Fighters. Um, and again, I don't blame them. I understand all things must come to an end, but I feel like this might be hard for that band to move on. Not saying that, that anybody's well, done making music. I'm just saying. At least Dave. Yeah. To not have Taylor back there drumming. I don't, I just don't, it might be something different that they do or that he does. Obviously he's capable of that. And we've seen that, uh, proven, uh, but, but I, I think you're right, man. I mean, I just don't know if that's something that he can do. Yeah, it's going to be really, really hard, and he is going through it, and I get it, and I understand, and I know that you're if you have Foo Fighters tickets, you're disappointed, but also, I mean, they're reeling, man, and you got to let them mourn, you got to let them grieve, and you got to let them get through this, and then maybe there'll be some light at the end of the tunnel on the other side, and we can talk about it, but maybe, just maybe... Uh, this is how they decide to bow out, and it's a tough way to come to an end to any kind of story, but it is their story to tell, and how they want to handle it is how they want to handle it. So we'll give them their space, we'll give them their time, and just appreciate, like the band said, the music and memories that we've got together with them. Morning After with Nick and Big J, there's your important stuff. And Big J. Yeah, big prizes, man. And that's what you get with Pop Culture Smackdown. Like, first level seats to shine down. Pretty reckless Diamante. All happening in Extra Mile Arena this Saturday. And uh, by the way, some tickets still available for that show. We'll get you set up these for free if you beat me at Pop Culture Smackdown. Phone number 208 287 1003. If you think you got the pop culture knowledge to knock off Big J, we will see if you got what it takes. Good luck to everybody. Let's go to the phones. Hello, the X. Hello. Good morning. What's your name, please? Ronnie. All right, Ronnie, you're up first. Ronnie, what was current Jeopardy host and former guest of the morning after, Maya Bialik's first big show that catapulted her to stardom in the 90s on NBC? Oh, I can see it. Oh. Oh, I'm drawing a blank here. Was it like Blossom or something? Right. Blossom is correct. She, of course, the titular Blossom. And titular Blossom, Big J sex tape. Big J, which of the following is not a television series on the HGTV channel? Oh, God. Okay. Curb Appeal, Sister vs. Sister, or You Live in What? Uh, I've never heard of Sister vs. Sister. Is that your answer, though? That's my answer. Right. That's correct. Brother versus Brother yeah. is an actual TV show. Well, we guess the morning after. Uh, back to you, Ronnie. Warren Beatty starred and directed the movie based on this long-running detective comic book strip. Oh. 
I don't know. Oh no. Any guesses, Ronnie? I don't. Oh, Wrong. Son of a biscuit. Thank you for playing, though. Hello, the X. Hello. Good morning. Warren Beatty starred and directed the movie based on this long-running detective comic book strip. Uh, what is that? It's uh, blue and yellow, I think. Yeah, yeah. Very colorful. Uh, dang it, I, I don't know. Oh. Wrong. Hi, Al Pacino, when's the last time you watched this movie? Probably when it came out. Hello, the X. <laughs> I wonder, how, I wonder how it's aged. Warren Beatty starred and directed in the movie based on this long-running detective comic book strip. What is it? Dick Tracy. That is correct. Right. Big J, in the TV show The New Girl, which guy does Zoe Deschanel's character Jess end up with in the end? Jake Johnson. I need the character's name. Oh, no. Just the first name. Ted. Wrong. Trying to think if I can come up with other choices for the uh, Schmidt, Nick, or Winston. Nick. Yeah. Right. His name is Nick Played by TV Jake show. Johnson. Yes, that is correct. But I was looking for the character name as specified in the question. Congratulations. You got yourself all set up with Shinedown tickets for Saturday. You're going to see Pretty Reckless and Diamante as well. Please hold on tight. We'll get some information from you, my man. Would have been best if she'd ended up with Fat Schmidt. Morning After with Nick and Big J. Got some good new girl humor for you. Piped into Pop Culture Smackdown. We're going to do some headlines next on the X-Rock. With Nick and Big J. Headlines brought to you by the Barter House. Guess what? Live broadcast happening on Friday from 1 to 3 at the grand opening of the Barter House, 1516 Grove Street in Boise. It's a chance for you to check out some previously owned vintage, antique, and new out-of-the-box treasures. Great selection of vintage auto parts. All sorts of cool things happening inside. So if you're looking for cool things at ridiculously low prices, check it out. They're going to have gift basket giveaways every hour starting at 11. And Jason Drew out broadcasting live with the X on Friday from 1 to 3 at the grand opening of the Barter House, 1516 Grove Street in Boise. I mean, that's during his show. Yeah. live. Broadcasting live. You that's don't do lo- stuff. I don't know. It's been a while. I know. I know. I asked him. I'm like, hey, do you want to do that? And he's like, yeah, dude. It's been forever. And I'm like, I know. Let's get you out. Let's do this. So he's pumped to do it. You should go out and visit him. You know what? I'm going to. All right. I'm going to go accuse him of something. Well, I, I don't mean you per oh. se as much as the, you know, royal you. That looks familiar. It's called a calling card and evil layer found. Oh, man. Uh, evil layer found. Can I interest somebody in a lighthouse? Because the Tillamook Rock Lighthouse off the northwest coast of Oregon is officially for sale. Asking price, $6.5 million. The island's isolation, they've got some boat landings, and it's pretty famous for some extreme weather. Uh, has got basically the lighthouse crew, not a real big fan, so they decided to put it up for sale. It has earned the uh, tower the nickname Terrible Tilly, uh, and you can actually get it for a pretty high price, but that lighthouse becomes yours. Of course, uh, it's Oregon's only offshore light station. The structure sits about a mile from Tillamook Head between Seaside and Cannon Beach, and the owners converted the structure, which had been brutalized for a century of, like, you know, waves crashing into it, into an actual live-in house, but they decided they don't want to live there anymore. So now you can live in a lighthouse, which sounds cool, but it might be weird and creepy. I don't know. Apparently has all the amenities. I mean, it better be pretty nice for $6.5 million, if we're being perfectly honest. Yeah, what's it got? Man? I don't know. I mean, it, it looks like it's, like, you know, kind of, like, antique vintage, if you will. 
Uh, you're going to need some cash to do it. But listen, you have your own island and you have your own lighthouse. I mean, you can again, you can build your own villain layer out there. Nobody would know. Now, you got to be able to withstand the uh, the elements. But isn't that part of what makes an evil layer evil as well? Yes. Creepy weather going on around yeah. it. So make it happen. That looks familiar, or it's called a calling card. It's called a calling card. A customer is enraged because they discovered their tattoo artist inserted her initials into the artwork on their skin. The design was a tattoo the customer's father, grandfather, and great-grandfather all had, and initially they were super happy with the tattoo, and then they noticed that the artist's initials were hidden in the tattoo. The customer tried to receive a refund and then took to Reddit, of course, which is where we all go when we want to bitch and complain about stuff. Well, that or on stage at the Oscars. Some recommended smearing the tattoo artist publicly and others suggested taking legal action. But I'm saying if you were happy with the design on paper and then happy with the tattoo, what are you complaining about? (sighs) Yeah, I mean, how obvious is it? It's not very obvious. You have to know what you're looking for. And also, it's just the initials. It's not like, you know, it's a curse word or something like that. Yeah, yeah. Probably not a good practice on the tattoo artist. Or at least let them know that, hey, this is kind of something that I do. Because it is apparently this artist's kind of forte. Their calling card? Yeah, hiding their initials in their designs that they put together, which I think is kind of cool and unique. Yeah, if it's an original. Sure. But (laughs) they've had this this in, in the family for decades, apparently, so not an original. Not their original. So do you think the tattoo artist should give them the customer the money back? Judge Big J? Uh... Yeah, probably. All right. Good luck. Wrap it up with That Looks Familiar. Years-long string of bicycle thefts in Oxford, England has apparently been solved. And everybody can thank Google Earth for the solution. Hundreds of bikes that have been reported stolen and a police investigation led them to a suspect they thought might be at the house in the neighborhood of a town called Littlemore. Because if you look in a quick search on Google Earth for this particular address, you can see a satellite image of what appeared to be hundreds of bicycles piled up and filling the homeowner's backyard but couldn't be seen with the naked eye because of a large fence. So then officers paid a visit and arrested a 54-year-old man on suspicion of handling stolen goods and possession of criminal property. And sure enough, Big J, 112 stolen bikes over the last decade had been recovered and now are being worked out and returned to their original owners, some of which now are in their 30s, Jeez, are going man. to get their stolen bike back. Apparently, this guy had a thing for stealing bikes and then just chucking them in his backyard. Hey, you know what? Send those right to Boise Bicycle Project. Yeah, they'll be put to good use. Morning After with Nick and Big J. There are your headlines. You're officially up to date on all the things. <laughs> 10th of May is when Dorothy will be in town, along with Joyous Wolf at the Knitting Factory Concert House. Tickets are on sale now. It is presented by 100.3 The X. Go to xrock.com if you want a direct link. And we have confirmed it, Big J. Dorothy couldn't come in for an X session that day. We're very excited to have her and the whole crew back here in our backyard. So uh, you will not be sorry if you go to that show, that's for sure. Morning After with Nick and Big J. Let's talk about our favorite pastime, Big J, watching absurd amount of television. Yeah, and, uh, you know, it's interesting because uh, I had planned on kind of talking about this today a little bit at some point, and then Pop Culture Smackdown happened. It only, um, you know, illustrated to me uh, the issue I have with binge-watching television. And so uh, New Girl, 
for example, uh, I, you know, I love that show. Mm-hmm. And my wife and I, we kind of came onto it while it was almost at the end of its run. And it was on for almost like six, seven seasons, 146 episodes. And, uh, I mean, we binge watched the hell out of that show, Nick. I mean, it, it didn't take us long to get through all seven seasons. Let's put it that way, right? Um, and last night I realized, I go, I'm not retaining a lot of information when we do that. When, when I do that with the show, uh, it's not going to stick with me as long as the older traditional way of when you have uh, standard release dates, etc. on the old-fashioned TV shows. And I started re-watching the Reacher series uh, on Amazon Prime because mm-hmm. we blew through that really fast. And I've been, I've been watching here the last couple nights. Uh, the wife's been working out of the house, so i just kind of been hanging out. And, and I'm like, I'm going to re-watch this because I love Reacher. And so I, I, I've noticed... I missed a lot of details and a lot of things that first run through. And I was like, did I miss an entire episode? What happened here? So I'm not sure if that's just a me thing or if other people have that issue, but I shouldn't forget Nick Miller's name. You know, I I mean, seven, eight seasons of television uh, on a show that you enjoy. It's just, it seems to ruin the watching for me in a little bit because it doesn't stick with me. Well, could it maybe be the shows that you watch? Because a lot of the stuff that that you gravitate towards, especially lately, is procedurals, meaning there's not a lot of large arcing storylines no, in the television are. shows that you watch. Well, it's not its not like most, I should say. Like with your NCISs and your Hawaii 5-0s, yes, they have villains throughout the season, but there's usually a compact story in that particular episode that there's a resolution to or a crime that they're trying to solve or a something that's beginning to happen. Yeah, there's side plots that go into it, but it's rare that it lasts a full season or two seasons or three seasons where you're going through and trying to figure out the same kind of thing, and maybe that's why you like those kind of shows, is that you don't have to pay as close of attention to them, maybe? No. No, I I, uh, I, I just think it's it's the way in which I consume it, and and if it's done in in large bunches, uh, you know, and, and not necessarily in a hurry to get through it, but it's just you know all at once. Like you spend four hours watching TV, um, and and you know you watched probably six and a half, seven episodes right there, right? You know, yes. forty minutes apart, usually, generally without commercials, depending on how you're seeing it, or and, nine to twelve if you're watching a sitcom. Yeah, and so uh, that's a lot of stuff that happened in there, and you know, I mean, in and out of the brain. The, Homer Simpson type of thing. So uh, I don't know. I, I just feel like uh, the the old-fashioned way for me worked a little bit better. And, and I realized that I do miss some details when stuffing so much into my brain at once. So um, did you binge the last Boba Fett or did you just watch it as it came out weekly? Uh, you know, well, here, yeah, I, I binged it. Oh, you so did? Okay. I, I ended up waiting uh, to, to do it, and uh, that was, you know, that was a mistake. And I've, I've been, by the way, rewatching The Mandalorian uh, the first season as well. Because so, you, you've dropped some details? or you? Yeah, I just wanted because it was really good. It I is mean, good. that first season is really good. Uh, so. What are you going to do? Because I have, I, I have been surprised by the lack of hype out of you for Moon Knight. Are you going to watch it? Do you care about it? Are you going to partake? Yeah, I don't know, man. It seems so complicated. And uh, so I like Oscar Isaac a lot. So, yeah, I, I you know, I'll maybe get that in here tonight. Because uh, it's out today, I think. Well, I mean, will, would that be the first Marvel TV series that you haven't watched if you decide not to? Uh, no, I didn't watch What If. Uh, that, well, yeah, that's a cartoon. You were never going to watch that. Yeah, no. Uh, it would. Yes, it would be the first one that I didn't watch. Uh-huh. I had no intentions of watching... Well, 
No, I guess not. I, I was I was thinking about uh, Loki. I'd always meant to watch that at some point, but you haven't watched Loki. No, yet? I did. Oh, I okay. did. Okay. Yeah. Uh, but you're you're actually on the fence about Moon Knight. Yeah. Because why? I don't know. It's just I mean we're getting into the weeds here on some of these characters that are um, just way less known. And the only reason I know about some of these characters is my stupid uh, game Marvel. Well, let's be fair. I mean, you don't get any fringier than Guardians of the Galaxy before that came out, and now they're considered major MCU characters. You know? I, I understand that. So it's all yeah. about when you jump on board and how much you connect to the character, I think. And you've got really good cast involved in it. Uh, I'm surprised. That, I was wondering if it was you're really just not that interested in it, and I guess it kind of could be that. If you don't want to watch it, you don't have to watch it. That's the beauty don't of Don't make me watch TV. it, dude. But I'm surprised because I do know you like Oscar Isaac, and I do know you consider yourself a Marvel fan, but it seems like the lack of interest for Moon Knight out of you has been interesting to me. And uh, we'll see what ends well, up happening. I haven't maybe, heard a lot from you either. Maybe try it. Well, I'm going to watch it, I, but I also don't have that binge problem that you have. I will wait. You probably do. You just don't know and it And then I will consume it all when I am damn good and ready. I don't care when the episodes come out. Morning After with Nick and Big J. We will do some bad impressions. They're next on the X-Rocks. Three, the X. And bad impressions brought to you by the Idaho Center pre-owned superstore, Treasure Valley Subaru. We got tickets to Shinedown. Pretty Reckless in Diamante, April 2nd at Extra Mile Arena. First level seats, Nick. Right? Right? Yeah, I mean, you started out, but you know you hit the right button. You can't do that again, I guess. Or no, what? no, it was just a. All right, so uh, we're gonna go ahead and give away these tickets here. If you can figure out bad impressions, be confident about the sponsorship. 208-287-1003 is the number that you need to call if you'd like to play. It works like this: Big J has three clues directed at a particular celebrity. If you can figure out that celebrity in those three clues or less, then a concert is where we will find you on Saturday evening. Let's go to the phones. Good morning, the X. Hey, good morning. What's up, man? What's your name? Shane. Well, all right, Shane. Here we go. I've been doing this action movie thing a long time. I'm almost 70, for God's sakes. Uh, next one. It doesn't matter which movie. Chances are I have a particular set of skills and will use them, and I will find you, etc. Um, I think I know what it is. Next one, though. Once upon a time, I played Rob Roy. Uh, is that Liam Neeson? It's Liam Neeson. Always the Rob Roy that gets you. Hang on one second, man. We'll hook you up with those Shinedown tickets for sure. Uh, why is Liam Neeson in the news? He's not done. He's not done making action movies, He's Nick. a liar. Uh, yeah, well, he tried. He really wanted to take his back seat, but uh, <laughs> the paydays were too good. Uh-huh. And uh, he is 69, and uh, this is interesting. A new trailer just dropped for a movie called Memory, directed, by the way, by a fellow who directed uh, The Protégé. Hey, and Casino Royale, um, and it's about uh, a uh, a hitman who's struggling with memory loss after being diagnosed with a condition complicating uh, his process. So he's uh, going up against Guy Pierce, who is an FBI agent. Wait, Guy Pierce is a bad guy? Yeah, that can't be right. Yep, I know, right? Not, nothing like typecasting here. Uh, and so it's it's very interesting. It's uh, I guess he plays an assassin fire hire who is tasked with crossing his own personal moral code uh, when he is assigned to take out a child. Oh, God. While oh, seeking revenge God. and going against those who put him up to the mission, he also struggling with the memory loss. So, uh, Jesus. That well, could be... Lots of triggers in that movie, Big J. Watch yeah. out. Watch out, everybody. Uh, but uh, that being said, I mean, listen, 
Liam Neeson's been in some fantastic movies. He's been in some mediocre movies as well. But even the mediocre ones with him at the helm, I find watchable. I don't know what it is. I enjoy the stuff that he does, even though I know, like, I'm not watching. Like, I know Ice Road is not a good movie, but I enjoyed it and was fine watching it because I can sit through Liam Neeson doing stuff. I think. Yeah. He's very good at what he does, I guess. He's a very watchable actor. And I'm surprised some of these haven't made it into uh, the uh, streaming dumbass here lately. You know, we've got uh, Blacklight, which just came out. And you've got The Marksman, uh, Honest Thief. And then uh, he'll have Memory, another movie called Retribution. <laughs> yeah, where are those movies at, the new ones? Uh, well, Blacklight just came out, so I, I think it's probably hitting digital now. Like only available to rent kind of a thing? Yeah. Gotcha. Uh, well, maybe. You never know. Uh, when Liam Neeson will pop up in Streaming Dumbass. You've got to have the audience pick him, too. That's yeah, make cat. it happen, audience. Morning After with Nick and Big J. There's your bad impressions. We wrap up the show here next on the X-Rock. <laughs> that is Down. That is Planet Zero here on the Morning After with Nick and Big J. That's going to do it for us. And I guess if I had to use three words to describe today's show, it would be urethra sound trainer because that's really what we learned about today during a damn it uh, bobby nightmare inducing uh we're going to hell story that will probably keep me up tonight with the sex toy that i didn't know was a thing and now i know what it is and i'm frightened by it and scared of it so uh that was quite the mission that we came to kind of completion today plus big j did officially approve the protege which is streaming for you on amazon prime if you'd like to watch it we had a chance to talk about how idahoans aren't very stressed at all which is kind of nice except when it comes to work and that big j doesn't have the cognitive capacity to binge watch shows but that makes it a good wednesday show and it leaves you with the floor big j uh yeah today is national doctor day so you should go see your doctor nick Uh, I have seen plenty of doctors over the last couple of months. I'm kind of tired of seeing doctors, which is why I asked for help that didn't involve one. Uh, And I'm going to try to continue that battle with popping out the uh, the ear at some point today. God, I hope so, because I do not like it. Well, if you're a doctor out there, we appreciate you. We do. Thank you for all you do. Uh, Wouldn't mind a discount or two, but we do certainly appreciate all the work that you do. How about we remind you that the next set of X-Rock is brought to you by Beacon Plumbing for tank and tankless water heaters, clogged drains, leaky faucets, and toilets that won't flush. Stop freaking and call Beacon. Beacon Plumbing and Heating and Mechanical is your trusted plumbing source. You can grab them online at beaconplumbing.com. That's it for us. Jason Drew's up next. We'll see you guys tomorrow. Have a good one. It's the X-Rocks. The Morning After Podcast brought to you by Idaho Advocates. You didn't deserve to be in an accident, but you do deserve an advocate. Make sure you hit them up on their website, idahoadvocates.com.